0: Discipline Stoners!
1: The gateway drug to mindfulness. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. And welcome Welcome back to another another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven.
0: My name is Winnie. And we are the the gateway gateway drug drug to mindfulness. mindfulness.
1: And today, (laughs) we're high as fuck. This is the end of the episode. So when you watch this, this will be our energy at the end. And <laughs> oh. immediately we're going to cut back to the front of the episode. I oh,
2: didn't this realize is so you good. were serious. <laughs> this is so good. This is such a good ending. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, guys, you're really going to enjoy this episode. You got a lot to learn. And so do we.
0: Emily is a visual artist. Okay, I would. That's correct, right?
2: I'll take it. Visual what,
0: artist. What else would you describe yourself as? Artist, designer. Great. Okay. Creative. Yeah, wonderful. Um, in in life, in general, and also works for a company called Tilray, which is a cannabis. Uh, well, it's not Tilray is not a cannabis company. It has like ten brands. Yeah. And she's
1: essentially the creative department. Her and one other person. Yes. For like ten cannabis brands. And yeah, you're just a fascinating person and I love talking about life with you. So we're happy to have you on your show. Get your joints up for M.
0: Snaps, snaps and joints. For
1: all inclusive purposes Listen, for the rest of the show. Can I call you M? Sure. So
0: thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Also, guys, we're the gateway drug to mindfulness. Thanks for listening.
1: You want to start it again?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I like this. We've
1: never ever done it, but we've trudged through.
0: Yeah, never. We never start again. We've made it a
1: hundred episodes almost without starting again. Yeah, 98. Yeah, yeah, this is
0: episode 98. So welcome to the show. Thank Uh, you for being here. Thank you for coming. Um, I know that you've watched this show a couple of times, which I very much appreciate. Yeah, thank you. I'm a fan. Thanks for your viewership. Um, How was your week? How's your day? My day's been great. Mm
2: -hmm. Like I said, I went to my friend's Viking wedding. Yes. Very awesome experience. Have you ever had a
0: a Viking, have you ever been to a Viking wedding before? I have not. Uh, Is it, is Viking uh, like a, is that a lifestyle? Is that a, uh, like a a way, just like a way of living? I'm sorry,
2: I'm disappointed by this because I just refilled it. I
0: also, well, how could that be?
1: We're jumping right in. We're jumping right from awkward introductions to Viking weddings and now lighters that don't work. Here, I'll go get one. This is so creative. So, (laughs) P.S., I'm on acid. (laughs) As usual, I'm on another fun psychedelic drug.
0: Also, we. It's like 70 billion degrees in Toronto right now, <laughs> yeah, so and hot. we decided not to put on our air conditioning all day, so all of us are sweating <laughs> profusely. So this is just a great start oh, with man, our beautiful love guest, so Emily. Um, okay, so what is, do you know, More is Vikingism a thing? Like, is it a lifestyle? Do you know anything about it?
2: I can't say I know the most about Viking weddings, but I did gift them a Viking sword, which they really, really loved. Oh fuck! Now, did a full they full on sword? Where did you find a Viking sword? On the internet. Fuck. Did
0: they have a Viking registry?
2: They did not. They explicitly okay. said no gifts, but I was like, "What an opportune moment yes. to gift a sword."
0: Yeah. Well,
2: have you always wanted to gift a
1: sword of some sort?
0: Of course. <laughs> And what a cool, um, just, like, weddings can be so, like, ugh, you know? Bring a sword. Like, fuck. So what a, like, cool way to, like, switch it up on people and, like, give people just, like, a different experience. I don't know. I feel like I would be more engaged at
2: a Viking wedding.
0: Did you find that?
2: I think at the end of the day, if it's ownable to you, that's sort of the goal. Yeah. Right? Like, it was very them. Mm. And I love that. Like, no one else could have been wearing those outfits they just pulled it off. It was just so them. Yeah. And I love that. Uh,
1: okay. We geek out on weed heavy. Yeah. Let's light this. So I just lit up a black market peanut butter Mac, but I forgot that you had this isolate.
0: Okay. So what do you have there? Tilray's an umbrella company, right? Yeah.
1: Let's clarify this exactly from the top because we had a hilarious, like, you guys are for sure on acid stumbling intro, which is hilarious and we're gonna keep it because we love that. And I think that kind of represents our energy as friends because that's hilarious. (laughs) But also, you geek out about weed so heavy, you have sent me photos of just joints. I'm like, fuck, we're gonna be friends. So what do you got here?
2: Okay, this is one of my favorite formats, which is, I think it's called a drumstick, but it's a joint dipped in distillate coated in Keef. Fuck.
0: Why do you think it's called a drumstick?
2: Isn't that the name for it? I don't know, but I I hope so. I hope it's the name for it. I just don't know. We'll find out. Someone fact-check that, but this (laughs) is general admission peach rings, so it's a joint dipped in isolate, coated in, like, some sort of peach terpenes. Cool. It smells smells so fucking good. Holy
0: shit. Sorry,
1: I lit this up so fast. I also
0: love this new... Innovation is what everyone's uh, calling it when something new dro- drops to market. Um, because that really is like, you don't need any more weed than that. Like, like that's you a, get, you'll get high. I'm sure all of us are going to get fucking baked on one joint. General
1: admission peach rings.
0: Peach that's rings. And it's really smelled like those peach rings that you, five cent candies. Do they still have five cent candies? It's a gram. Are five cent candies still things? So.
1: Are they five or 10 cents now?
0: They're probably like fifteen, twenty.
2: Inflation these days. <laughs> yeah,
0: twenty cent candies. I should add that to my Yo, stand up.
1: M- remember when you could get in and out of Sev with like five bucks and like a handful of stuff? Like as a kid, I'd get like okay, the Slurpee and the and the hot dog combo with the chips for like two ninety nine, and then like, oh my god, it's sm- oh my god, it smelled. Holy oh shit. my god! It smells like an orange creamsicle car um, thing. That no, crazy! Peachy. Oh my god! That
0: tastes like the five cent candy bee drink.
1: Okay, you know what it's like when you smell someone smoke one of those like e cig vapes.
2: Mm. I love this <laughs> format because it's like an elevated joint experience.
1: Elevated joint <laughs> experience.
2: If you're a joint lover, sometimes you know you don't want to do dabs. Maybe edibles aren't for you, or you're not feeling it that night. This is like perfect where you want to smoke a joint, but you oh. want to get a little bit high, You're or counting. higher, yeah, a little bit higher. Like if you have a higher tolerance, this might affect <laughs> you a little more. Yeah. These are this is
1: what you get eleven for a gift.
0: Um. Okay. So, what is your relationship with cannabis? When did it start?
1: And why are you so good at art?
0: Well, Guys. that's one question at a time here. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. <with> Acid,
2: <sighs> hitting me with the tough ones. Um. You know, I actually didn't really smoke weed growing <clears> up. <throat> was a studious individual, was very involved in my high school career, if you will. Wow. Um, Maybe smoked weed a few times in high school.
1: Just because you're in high school.
2: Yeah, just because you're in high school. Um, And then I was working at a recruitment agency, not as a recruiter, as as a marketing creative designer. And I was like, hmm, I'm looking for a new job. Why don't I go see a recruiter to recruit me? Like I'm going to look for a job, but let me get someone else to also look for a job for me. Yes. So I was like I'm looking for a job like this this this, and then I was basically like given given the opportunity to work at Afria, one of the largest licensed producers of cannabis in Canada. Fuck. Like one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. And then I started working there and I was like I'm going to learn how every single creative thing is done in the weed industry. Mm. From making labels, I'll start with this too. Okay. From making labels to hero creative campaigns, to branding, to product development and innovation. I'm going to learn how to do it all. And so I worked at Afria, and then Afria bought Tilray, and they merged. And so now I work at one of the bigger LPs, doing all of their creative across the different brands. And it's been really interesting to watch everything evolve. Um, But I guess I'm a little bit of a weed nerd now, just because I've worked on so many projects and so many different brands and launched so many products.
0: Were you smoking weed prior to your your getting into the
2: industry no what no Oh my honestly, god. honestly straight that's up so no. cool that's Holy so cool shit, to dude. I'm, just, I'm just like so i'm just so curious about the world so i got thrown into this and i was like i'm gonna learn everything there is to learn about it and now i'm sitting there like sometimes giving product innovation suggestions or like making hero creative like making creative campaigns that really like Really, really like describe the experience. What? But you have to smoke a lot of product to know what that experience is to describe. So that is so
1: genius level
2: cool. And that's so
1: yeah, so
0: cool. cool. And also because we
1: met you at a weed shop, yeah, just chilling at nineteen twenty-two, and walks in. I'm chilling there with Mike, who's another huge like weed business geek, like me. Like what's happening on the legal market, and. This super enthusiastic, cool person walks in, who's just, like, fucking out here meeting people in the industry. Yes, (laughs) you. And, like, full of knowledge and enthusiasm to learn. Like, the most coolest hang we've probably had at the shop, like, when you came in that day. Like, the vibes that just taste so good. But, like, that's what led you to care so much about the plant, creating essentially campaigns to sell it
2: yeah i mean Holy i shit. mean how do you learn about an industry in real time you can't read about it in a book Ooh. you can smoke as much weed Ooh. as you want but like you have to go out in real time and go to stores and talk to the people who are actually smoking the product and like selling the product and i respect
1: that you came out here to do that that yeah. was sick
0: okay so this is crazy to me yeah you didn't smoke weed before yeah the fact that you didn't really smoke weed before and then you got into it and you're like i'm fucking doing this have you experienced any like i don't know consciousness shifts since like i don't oh, i just yeah i just feel like you can't not i know that's what i mean like it's crazy to have a job pull you into weed and then you like
1: the mindfulness. I would
0: consider you like a pretty like solid weed smoker, you know, like... <laughs> At
1: this point, yeah. A pretty
0: frequent <coughs> liar,
2: For sure, so to speak. For sure. Well, I think also too, there's... I, I rarely people talk about this, but I feel like there's also a dark side. Like mm. overconsumption Please. is a real thing. Please. And I feel like we got to the point where after three years, you know, the pandemic hits, your weed consumption increases you know, your isolation, everything for me, it just like came together and I was just over consuming and I didn't realize it was not about the times that I was smoking weed. It was at the times that I wasn't smoking weed. And when I wasn't smoking weed, my anxiety was like totally peaked. Like I've never really experienced depression until recently. And I thought there's no way this is the weed. I'll just smoke more. It'll make me feel better, worse, worse, worse. And then I actually went to Mexico City where I didn't bring weed. And that's what stopped me from, like, I stopped smoking weed for, like, 10 days. Yeah. Got back to Toronto. Had a bit of an allergy attack, so that sucked. But then I was like, you know what? I actually feel good not smoking. And so now I took, like, I don't know, two months of a break. And now I'm, like, getting back into it. But I'm very mindful about my consumption because it took, like, probably a few months. More than five weeks, actually. It took a few months for me to feel, like, the withdrawal symptoms are gone. Mm. And I don't think like for me my experience was I don't think people realize how long that process lasts. Like a tolerance break for 1 day doesn't really do a whole lot like if you're overconsuming and it's peaking other mental health you're, conditions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you need to take a step back and and reevaluate because you don't realize how much it affects your overall well-being. Like like anything in overconsumption, right? Like whether it's caffeine or alcohol, like anything can be bad for you. Yeah. Whatever you
1: fit into reaching homeostasis or whatever, your point of to be okay. Yeah. Like you need a coffee in the morning. You know, you need a joint to do that meeting. You need a drink to put your clothes on. (laughs) There's like substances for sure. Good for you to step back and just to check what, what the ball does if the gutters aren't up. Yeah, to like, save yourself from anxiety, right? Yeah. How do you react? How is your normal strength without this superpower?
2: Well, I was going to say, you, you guys also smoke a lot of weed. Do you guys find that as well?
1: <clears throat> I mean, for me, it's very medicinal. For, yeah. for me, it's very, like, right now I'm party smoking. Because, like, you're here and, like, it feels good vibes. Like, And, you know, we're doing the show. We're smoking with you guys. But, like, I smoke enough consistently enough all the time enough you know <laughs> so i don't um i don't i don't over consume really as much as i smoke every day if that's if that you know for me it's the chosen uh <coughs> medicine you know but like if there's a problem like anxiety i follow it you know i like don't run away from it like i make it a choice you know it tastes so that good that
2: tastes so crazy I'm that's a- so crazy what that tastes like yeah but i chew a sip of kombucha right after mm. just amplifies that juiciness
1: winnie what's your relationship with cannabis um because you didn't come <clears throat> out smoking you did what she did but you were smoking before but you came out once you got a job in cannabis yeah
0: yeah i was smoking before i think um i think yeah i think you just kind of have to keep a pulse on it i think that like When I first started smoking cannabis, my own relationship with the stigma of cannabis (coughs) directly correlated to how anxious I would feel when I was high. Mm, So so if I had to, like at one point in my cannabis usage, like Ev asked me to take the garbage out and I was like, I can't do it. Like what if someone's out there? Like I was so high peaked anxiety like, but that was, that was my most anxious time in my life as well. That was when I first started like getting panic attacks outside of THC. I wasn't even using it that that often. Evan at that point was maybe a daily, maybe not, maybe just like-
1: Where were we? Where do we live? 7.03. I started daily.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you were probably daily. I was, still was not. I still didn't understand the medicinal uh, properties that he was using it for.
1: Neither did I really to explain them. To be honest, I was hiding my medicinal benefits in party usage.
2: Yeah.
1: Whoa. Acid. Break that down. I would say, I feel really good when I'm with my friends partying, but I was smoking so much weed. (laughs) And then when I go back to do normal life and I was still working like promo gigs in the beginning of that, um, before I went kind of full-time entrepreneurial or had that perception of myself to do contract work. It was still contract work. But it was like, I was in a different modality in life where I wasn't smoking weed all the time. And even I was the MC for the boat show. And I remember I started smoking all the time when I went and did that. And I just had a superior, better time. And uh, I just started (laughs) refocusing in a better way. Like my identity became more the nice guy that you meet today with weed whereas
0: because literally it focuses you your brain moves so or was moving so quickly that you couldn't focus on one thing fully you were focusing on a million things a little bit
1: and then if someone interrupted that i was very reactive (laughs) yeah so I I like I really it was impossible to make any true professional progress in one area even though like I moved to LA into the comedy store and did all that shit and anything I've ever wanted to do but it was like I couldn't sit still really with one idea long enough to let it gain momentum and then I found weed and the first thing I had to run to was music so that's what it has lasted and then consistently The more I smoke weed, the more I realize it's a medicine that helps me stay, like, in a good place. Yeah. So I used to go seek that out in parties, but now I'm like, hold on, I can just do this. I don't have to smoke five joints to the face and drink, you know, to feel half okay. I'm going to feel fully okay with a coffee and a quarter of a joint.
2: You at found first. the sweet spot. I found the sweet spot, and you're coasting in the sweet spot, and it can very quickly go like reduce, but it can also peak really fast. But if if you can keep it at that sweet spot and it's in a healthy way, I yeah. feel like that's yeah. that's <clears throat> it's it's medicine. That's it. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it's medicine. You,
0: you have to like yeah. check in with your life that's and be like, yeah. am I? Yeah, Great call. am like all i've seen is progress since his weed smoking became yeah. <laughs> became daily you know what i mean so you can't really look at that and be like well it's not affecting you well like yeah i don't know i've lived with you and i think it's definitely your like a better just version of yourself been now. horrible
1: <laughs> i must have just been you ever think about that like i'm embarrassed you know what i mean like if you got two and drink- now you're a disciplined stoner yeah
0: exactly dude yeah
1: so that is so impressive that you have gained so much knowledge oh,
0: about yeah, so, the plant in such a
1: short period of time. And back to our guest. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh,
0: you're going to come back on the show at <laughs> some point. Um, <coughs> no, like how has, so, okay. so you the friend so you, hang you're version. Fi- you're refinding
2: um, a balanced relationship with it right now then. Yes, back to the, yeah. Back to the topic. I think so. I think so. I'm much more intentional. So I'm like, what am I using my cannabis for right now? You know what? I really, really, really want to do some creative shit for fun outside of work. What do I want to do? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to smoke this joint and I'm going to brainstorm. And like, that's my activity. Like before I used to, I used to think that's not a hobby. That's not a thing to do. Like, cycling, I'm like doing active, like very active. But now I'm like, no, that's super important. I need to prioritize creativity because if you're a creative and you're not constantly learning and evolving and growing, how can you be your best self? And the thing about creative, I just need to go on a little tangent here for a second about creatives. You can't study it. You just have to live it. You cannot study in the book. You cannot write quizzes. Like Mm. there's no, there's, it's infinite. You can just continually grow and grow and grow and learn the most. Why would you not be, look, if I'm going to work in the weed industry, I might as well know everything about like how it's made and making education videos and really understanding the butane extraction process and all the nerdy little scientific things. Because- you might as well you might as well and then maybe one day you work for a soap company and you learn all about how the different soap manufacturing processes go and how products are made and challenges and operational things to the business and how you can tweak and optimize like design thinking
1: okay here's what's happening you're not a legacy stoner stoners we're lucky to have her (laughs) you adapt your brain into anything that you do and just fully fall into it
2: yeah and then analyze it and break it down so go to an experience and it's like I'm studying, right? So I'll go to an experience and I'll say, okay, what did I learn there? What was done really well? What was not done really Like I recently oh, went to the That's thinker. so good. You're Why so are are we cool. Why are
1: doing that? Well, we Just, are intuitively. Yeah, I okay. constantly review. That's right. That's and true. And she tells me to stop judging people. You guys but, have
2: so much content, though. You guys are constantly yourself. Yeah, we're living it. We don't have to output. try
1: to observe it. Yeah, we're affecting it. Yeah. Thank yeah.
2: you. You guys are part of that because you're make art, not content. That's it. You guys are putting it out. Like it's, a, it's that... I don't know. It's authentic. It's different.
0: Yeah, it's messy. If you need a reminder, go to the beginning of this video. <laughs> I love
1: it.
2: Oh, my God. But you guys are doing the thing, right? Like, there's so stay many people who it. don't even make videos because they can't even it. get to that point. You guys are constantly just always trying new things and exploring in different ways to make content and art and music. And it's Bless. just it's so cool. Fuck, and like, you. Yeah. that's true. Appreciate Thanks. You. That Appreciate was a nice you. reflection. You guys Man. are like really it's, it's similar i think that's the thing right because creatives are divergent thinkers so they yeah. there's not one resolute answer they're not concrete so there's all these different ways you can think so it's like i can learn a little here a little there guys i have I to tell words. you i went to the thinker event yeah, at it? the pot shop and i went there and i observed it all and then i analyzed it and broke how down. was it it was we it was have great their product I, I, right here. what did they do i'm just gonna do a little shout out to greg's brand over here yeah nice. thinker Greg started a lot, A-H-L-O-T, yes. a higher level of thinking. Did I say that wrong? Oh. Right? A-L-H-O-T? Yes. Shout um, out. Let's show. I'll show. Yeah. So anyways, Greg started his own brand called Thinker.
1: And we and love this on-off thing. Yeah. And it's the only Jack Correa on the market. Mm. The on. For flour. For for flower.
0: Yeah. I think there's
1: a- no shout out thinker. I love this concept yeah. on and off. So
2: so there's two. You get an indica and a sativa, and on and off. And the paper little divider shows you. And they each have their own branded filter on which is white and then the dark one which you guys obviously smoked all of is off I got these for my friend Eva
1: but that's what that would be the oh way my it gosh. goes yeah. um,
2: and, and the premise of the brand is about creating a community of people who really in, enjoy thinking critically about the world and like having conversations and having dialogues and well like, that's
1: very stonerish you, yes. you fit your brain belongs to this style of thinking I think more than you could have ever known unless work drew you into it
2: what do you mean? Like
1: That's a stoner community all over it, like critical thinking. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what it's about, the rally. That's why 420 Rally, that's been the root of it. I mean, yes, we love the plant. We pray to Jah, or whatever, you know?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shout out Rastamans. But uh.
2: I just need to say though, this, this format is so good. Oh and my also. gosh.
1: Critical thinking is very impressive. And also, uh,
2: .25 grams, which Perfect. It's a dog Great. walker. You don't want a full joint experience every time you smoke a joint. This is like the casual way to smoke. Kind of like little micro doses. This is sustainable again. and Absolutely. real. This is sustainable yeah.
1: and real.
0: That's a, And that's a one. That's a little, nice little one session. Like just don't share that with someone. Just like if you want to get high, just like totally.
2: take it down.
1: That's for the Enjoy dad. That's for the dad who needs to just run to the backyard real quick while everybody's <laughs> doing something.
2: Yes. <laughs> too real, too real. And that's it's the like,
1: minivan. Let me go to the store around the corner. <laughs> Type joint
2: yes cargo shorts that's the nanny (laughs) yeah oh captain
1: cargo shorts bars
2: i just think this format's so great i think the community that's gonna be built around it is so great i think the the concept is so great and it's like truly like as someone who smokes weed, what do I do when I smoke weed? I think about things. I mm-hmm. create. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why not celebrate that aspect yes. of it? Like, you can smoke joints and drink, and that's more like the party vibe. And you can, you know, smoke joints and do yoga. But, like, where is the opportunity? Where is... This fills a white space. It's like that community hasn't been started yet, officially. Totally. And I'm so excited to see all oh, the events that that's, they do. See, shout Congrats. out to you. you Congrats, know what the mo-
1: You know what the movements are about. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Greg or Craig? Greg. Greg with Greg. a G. Greg. Greg. The regia The reg
0: g Greg. The real G. <laughs> Greg.
2: Fuck. Oh, I just think this is such a, from a branding and marketing totally. perspective. Like, awesome. this awesome. Couldn't agree is, more. Nailed it. like That's What it. could you improve about this experience? Is both it the, the first, product and um, first,
0: like, multi, like, w- with a multi-variety pack? Because it, it, it was before one Ghost of the Drops. First mu- it was before yeah. Ghost varieties. Drops. Yeah. 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 Which is just so good yeah we sell it at 1922 and we can't keep it in stock really yeah
1: <coughs> that means that everyone is buying it not that they can't get the inventory
0: <laughs> yep that's just exact- to clarify
1: <laughs> acid brings a lot of clarity <laughs> man that's so cool you use some really good words there i can't remember what they are now but
0: so
2: do you shout have Shout um- out you
1: for knowing and going And growing—that's
2: what it's about, right? Seeing the data points in real time, in real life. But you meet people and you take moments. What was your, what was a takeaway from the party? Oh, my key findings. Yes, Um, if you don't mind sharing. Well, I think what they're doing is building community, and I think that's really important in 2022 because that's what people are searching for: community. There's a million brands. What's going to make your brand different? Like were unique. Like, no, there's five bajillion brands all direct to consumers. So you have to build community. And if you build an artificial community, your brand falls flat because people follow people, not brands. And so when you're doing an actual, when you're building a community like this, that's truly rooted in a brilliant concept that has legs, like think like a Ted talk series. Um, When I was there, sorry, I'll move closer. No, you're good. When I was there, they had a panel of um, people talking about their experience in Toronto. And it was just a diverse panel and um there were like musicians and artists from Toronto and it was such a great topic. And you could turn it into a debate, you could turn it into like a reflectionary period, but it was so interesting and I suspect that the crowd that attended that is gonna like continue to grow and grow and grow and they're building a really strong community that's rooted in something bigger than the product. The product facilitates the mm. brand. Yes. Wow! Right? Like there's not that many real brands these days. There's so many brands that are just, they're just so contrived. We've seen it a million times. The value brands, how many brands are there that look the exact same selling the same product? It's really hard to stand out and you stand out with things like that yeah fuck yeah sorry i'm i'm fangirling hard <laughs> over this product yes you <laughs> are so no i mean it.
0: look it was in our household you didn't tell us about it beforehand this it's was just, just like, here yeah
2: <laughs> that's real
1: fucking product <laughs> yeah. that's not a product placement on purpose that's like what just when shit's straight real straight up
2: i'm like that's that was one of the greatest events um tony kwan planned it he does went off on his own i used to work with him he was the riff brand manager back in the day
1: hey shout out riff you yeah. did their hoodies. yo you know the hoodies i always wear like the cream one
2: yeah M did those illustrated by Lucas Young, who's another awesome Toronto illustrator. Illustrated by Lucas Young. Yeah. Tony's... Also, shout out Tony. Shout out Tony. (laughs) Shout out Tony. (laughs) Yeah just a great event everything the curated reading materials there was two event spaces you've got the on room with the discussion and then you've got the off room with the curated like reading experiences oh, oh, there was a dj when yes. you walked in there was snacks they had a, an array of non-alcoholic beverages oh, yes. like who doesn't much. want a sparkling water that's like flavored or like yes. a really yes. nice like i don't know nutella like dip sticks or something and i they had, do like, some sort of maker's style pizza and a dj mm. and a platter of joints with a little gold thing and you could just help yourself oh. fuck yeah like i would have smoked thoughtful. a lot of those joints yeah. you would have you totally would have think were it was so just supportive. unlimited you was could that, just see
1: me smoking like 10 was that of those on joints the 16th?
2: Eh? it was last yeah oh, last she Thursday. she told us about us and someone
1: else told us about it but you were in acting class
0: okay i was in the acting class
2: i thought it was a day thing I think it was multi-day. I just did the one day. Mm. But like, I would go back because I'm so curious. Yeah. What are they going to do for the next one?
0: Yeah, we'll go they to the next bring one.
2: Bring it. It was really sick. Fuck. was really sick.
0: That's so good. I'm I'm glad. Also, the cannabis community deserves really sick events like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, and, and one more thing to add. I was talking to my friend Dave Troy, and he was... He just made such a good point too. He said cannabis, the cannabis community is becoming really insular, right? Like, as cannabis enthusiasts, you want to go... You want to go to an event, but not about weed. You want to go to an event about something and the weed is the glaze. Yeah. Like it's, ex- it's, it's expected that you're smoking weed. Now yes. what? Okay, mm-hmm. I've smoked my weed. I don't want to now sit here and people talk about the terpene content on the butt. Like, give me more. I want to smoke the weed, that's assumed. Give me an experience. Give me something to think about. Give me something mm. to watch. Sick. Right? Yeah, totally. She would
1: love Pixel Dreams event.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah.
1: I gotta show you that crew.
0: Put up some interactive art.
1: Smart. People
0: just dive into it. Have you
1: always been a
0: smart person? (laughs) Define smart.
1: (laughs) Someone who thinks about things?
2: I think so. I think there's different archetypes of personality and like...
1: You strike Some me as people just that. have
2: curiosity. Like, how yeah. could you not want to know? Like, yeah. how did they make, everything in this world everything. has to be designed. That's right. Every Everything, sometimes it's poorly done and, and, and sometimes it's amazing.
1: Exactly, and not just the obvious things like this ashtray with lips, like just like the structure of this thing, like someone had to figure it out. Like that's neat.
2: Totally, everything's designed and then it's like, how did they do it that way? Why did they do it that way? What makes the best ashtray? I, th- I think about this a lot. An ashtray, it's such a simple object. It collects ash. <coughs> and it might hold a joint as a bonus. <laughs> how many ways can you design an ashtray? Guys, you have the sickest lips ashtray. Like, how cool is that? I know, right? And like this little mini one, there's so many ways. Like, yeah. then you just start thinking Look about that. shapes. That one. Like, that is <laughs> sick. Like, that's <laughs> iconic. <Yeah>. I know. <laughs>
1: Standing. Shout out Mike and Burke from 1922 gave us that. And there's a matching um, lighter. Yeah, show that This is right. fancy. Yeah, it's like a hotel <laughs> lobby awesome. in the 1950s. <laughs> just as the american people were really starting to see prosperity we thought we'd lay our cigarettes down higher than the floor
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's just so brilliant like thank you so then you look around and you're like oh wow like all these things had to be designed and then you think how else could it be done and then you think of a million ways and that's like creativity is just you're going some people probably manifest in like creative acting or music but like for me, it's just visual. It's figuring out what's the idea. Like what, like I don't even need to make it. I just want to come up, I want to come up with as many ideas as possible. And yeah. just write them all down. That's very good <laughs> like then. two million ideas. You are, you
1: are like a creative uh, director or project manager or like a conceptualizer. That's super, that's an important job.
0: Also, have you ever considered You're Like the architect um, of projects. Actually doing that and see what happens? Project. Like if you wrote, if it was like a thing to write two million <laughs> ideas, what would happen along the way? When he's
1: about that long-term discipline,
2: discipline stoners. That would
0: be crazy though, though to see like what would happen if you were committed to two million ideas. There's gotta be some real bad ones in there, but there's also gotta be some
1: real good ones. Rare
0: gemmy gems, you rare know? Rare gemmy Absolutely.
1: gems.
2: Absolutely.
0: You should give it a try.
2: I mean, I'm trying.
1: <laughs> yeah, what, what isn't she doing about that? She will hit it along the way. That's like me trying to reach like 10,000 freestyle hours. It's like you don't have to count. When was I alive? Like, you know, yeah. what's the time period I was alive for? How much time out of my day is spent doing that like without even having to think about it? True. Three hours a day for eight years. Okay, sure.
0: so are you, what are you working on right now for a hobby?
1: yeah how do you choose those things because biking you go pretty hard you have a beautiful bike you got some biking gear suited and booted you're in these streets <laughs> like that
2: <laughs> ripping around toronto
1: <laughs> on, a, on a bike there goes <laughs> I love it's biking. hard
2: there's so many hobbies like i don't know you i've wanted to crochet a bucket hat i went to mexico and saw this really interesting beaded art called huichal if I, i'm hoping I pronounce that correctly h-u-i-c-h-o-l okay um where it's like you take an object and you beat it one by one and make these beautiful patterns like that sounds so interesting to me as like a hobby i want to do a crafting hobby nice that's my next hobby yeah um i don't know though there's so many things i i used to make chain mail oh i love that what, what chain yeah. mail there's just cool shit that you can learn about I yeah
0: uh How do you we, what we to do? used you to do it at all. the very beginning of our relationship we had a craft night and a craft box Oh
1: my god yeah and we
0: would like spend an evening i don't know once every couple of weeks or something just like taking our craft box and like seeing what we came up with
1: <laughs> It was the most innocent beautiful pure activity Yeah to do it was very like just make time to be like silly creative
2: Yeah, yeah. i think there's so many that's a really good point what kind of creative are you experiencing
1: not useful creative sometimes just to be so silly yeah just like to babadabada around before you try and write lyrics you know
2: do it as a joke
1: pretty much like you don't even care like you just let it go yeah and then sometimes there's little brilliant moments that happen there that like will carry over into the rest of your ideas into life fuck yeah (laughs) what do you do for that you cook too yeah, you be cooking oh my here. God. You're creative as fuck, just as what a person. What did you
0: make last week that looked so insane? Oh my gosh! Oh, the glass noodles. I'm, oh my I'm, god, you need to tell us about I'm
1: it. I'm the person. People are fans of my food on my story, but M is coming yeah, with the fucking heat, dude. I love up last it. I'm watching. Guys. I'm watching yours.
2: Oh, guys. shit. Tell us. My heart. I love cooking so much. It's so fun. Like, I love this idea of, like, I'll try a dish. Like, you know, some people can hear, like, they'll hear music, and then they're able to, like, recreate it somehow. Yes. Like, that's why I feel like I try, I try to do with food. Like, I'll taste a dish, and I'm really inspired by the flavors, and I'll try my hand, but I never follow a recipe. I'll Same, just, like, dude. look at a photo of something, and I'll be like, hmm, like, chapche glass noodles. I ate it a few weeks in a row, and I was like, let me just try that. And so I just had... Sweet potato noodles, and I was like, I didn't get the right vegetables, but I just experimented with the cooking process, and now I'm like, okay, figure out how to get the texture and the flavors kind yes. of, and now I'm going to dial it in and tweak it. That's exactly make it better. how I do
1: it. You're killing just it. Constantly, you're just, an intuitive
2: thing like, Was yeah. that um, so good? they were so
1: good (laughs) And he's like i don't care tell me about the taste you fucking (laughs) fuck i love it it's It's just so
2: fun and then it's like it's just for you like and then you get to eat it and smoke weed like how great is that it's the best payoff
1: make yourself food and smoke weed with yourself and you'll be happy you have youtube what more do you need work out in your home you're good
2: totally it's like yeah it's the best Oh. Yo,
1: shout out because that uh, general admission peach was super good. Thanks for bringing that.
2: Yeah. yeah, it did. I
0: think it did its job of getting three people significantly high.
1: And then I continued sparking up this black market peanut butter mac.
2: I'm okay for now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> wow is <I'll dullen> that. I'll dull <laughs> that out. I just want to rings. It.
1: Yeah. I know. It really does get you effectively high. You nailed it, though, in the beginning when you said it's for... Um, someone who wants the joint experience, but who needs something more. And that's what I do. Cause I roll hash in my joints or distillate in my joints anyway, when I roll them, but like to get a pre-roll like that will be good. Like that super quality, like $20 pre-roll, like the peanut butter Mac, but like to get efficiently high, like I need a banger like that, mm-hmm. like what you brought and I am fucking toasty.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, what's your what's your go to creative smoke? Anything? Do you have something that like really gets your mm. groove
2: going? <laughs> I love this question because there's so many different reasons that I'll try products. So like I'll try products for for like flavor. For a long time I would always try products for the flavor, but now I'm really, really trying products for the effect. For the first time, I think before there was so much like there were so many things to try i wanted to try them all but now i'm like let me dial it in for the effect and so i found uh montreal cookies and cream pre-rolls mm. and they were so good for creativity i was like so calm in the zone focused productive creativity cookies mm. and cream Have you guys mtl had
1: that? yep
0: yeah not the pre-rolls we had the flower very
1: leafy buds
0: yeah they were they were pretty though very light yeah
1: like the spinach blue dream
0: we're huge fans Mm. of the sage and sour we weren't as huge on the uh the cookies Cookies and cream cream. but i need to try the pre-rolls still the
1: the burger is a little harsh from the bud um so it's hard to tell but often with the pre-rolls i find with broken coast yeah it's even better yeah Mm. even better
0: we had this Legacy Market strawberry banana one time. Oh, fuck. Like
1: no, Chiquita banana. Six
0: years ago. Oh, no, that's strawberry no, this banana. This was the strawberry banana. Fuck.
1: And I gave Illy some of that too. And she was yeah. like, what? I was so generous with that. I fuck. know.
0: And uh, that was so, I thought I was hilarious on that weed. And whether or not, I'll never know. Because I didn't, I wasn't writing down my jokes. It's one of those thought, weeds where
1: you're like, I wish I got another ounce of 100 I think I did get another ounce, didn't I?
0: I think you did. But and we should have we gotten like three. Yeah. We
1: should have gotten three or four. And like I've never tasted week. a
0: strawberry banana even that comes close to that. Yeah. I BC uh, Flower did a straw nana.
1: You know, banana is one of those strains that is so easy to fuck up.
0: I've heard that.
1: It's so easy to fuck it up. The timing has to be so right. Like, you have to be so in tune with it, all that shit. The harvest, everything has to be going so right. More things have to be going right for you to get a good crop of that. Yeah. It's just a hard one to crack. Mm-hmm. But when it's done right, what are you going to
0: say? I was going to say if you had the opportunity to create a campaign in cannabis for one of your uh, brands that you work with, and you weren't limited with like language and like visuals and stuff, have you ever thought about like what you might be able to do? I guess it it would depend on which brand, but do you have like like a, ooh, i'd love to do this for this brand type thing in the future because it's all that shit's gonna change eventually and that's when i think creatives are really gonna like expand through the industry because then they they're not being contained you know which is tough i imagine in like corporate yeah what's settings. the marketing like mm-hmm.
1: like do you ever get a creative idea that's really good and they're like no you can't advertise that way
2: Oh yeah, there's so many restrictions. What's with what the
1: fucking red tape on this shit? It's like they don't want us to win?
2: It's gonna, it's gonna change over time. But yeah It's very restricted. They like need you cannot fucking move. They do. You cannot tell people the effects of the product. You cannot communicate the functional benefits. You cannot show animals, people, hands, <laughs> characters, people smoking the weed. Can't appeal to youth, can't be too colorful. Like Uh they're definitely more lax now than they were like two years ago but as a creative I've just gotten used to it but like it's very difficult because everything has to be like five five degrees removed like visually so it's like everything looks a little bootleg you can't I mean visually it looks good but it's just not functional marketing yeah because you can't say anything about the product (laughs) so what can you show yeah Kind of sucks. Yeah, no shit But now it's getting a lot better. It's like
1: fighting with your hands behind your back or something. Yes. You know, it's like you're supposed to fight this big bully of an industry that is trying to market. And like you have to tie your hands behind your back. How have you gotten around that?
2: Getting crafty, finding creative loopholes, sometimes taking a risk. I don't know. Ask
1: for forgiveness instead of permission. Yes. Yeah. But, but you um, did a really cool thing. You did the giant vape. Oh, yeah. Yo, you did some shit that I seen. Because I've been talking shit about this industry since it started, and I love it. <clears throat> but, like, everything I seem like, that's dumb, that's dumb. <laughs> I seen the large vape thing, and I was like, you know what, that's pretty fly. And then later she told me it was her. I was like, yo, that's sick. What yeah. large vape? Good supply thing.
2: We made, like, a you can 6 put it in the tall top larger than life good supply. Vape. I
1: played you a video of a guy hitting it or something like on Instagram before I even knew what? her.
2: Can you just explain to me what it is?
1: It's like
0: this tall yeah, and you we put an actual vape in it. I'm asking M.
2: <laughs> it was pretty sick. Um, basically it's just like a larger than life vape pen uh-huh. but then there's a little slot so it actually like for photo opportunities you look like you could pretend like you were smoking. It, inspired by Oliver Tree, who had a giant jewel, I was like, "That's kind of cool. It should actually work." Oh, so cool. like we designed it, but it was a prop wow. for for a video that we made, and it was so sick. And we worked with a sculptor who was 79 years old, who made that.
0: Wow. He lives in Ontario.
2: Yeah. So cool. How did That's, you find yeah, this? Yeah. How did you? Through, f- yeah. What the through, fuck? Through Martina at this company called Jack uh, Jacktie. Um we work together all the time and they help like fabricate all of our props but it's so cool to like create larger than life props create videos like we have one coming up for good supply batter b-a-d-d-e-r inspired by cake batter so it's a whole like cooking theme so we just made this big like easy bake oven inspired device that shows you how to make bho extraction and make your make your batter Um, and we're filming a video and I was looking for locations and I found the sickest old church. So we're renting an old church and we're going to have our like lab guy there with this giant (laughs) easy big oven showing how the products made. And like, I just ordered all these props on Amazon and like, just like green oven mitts and like a green apron that says get baked and like I'm gonna get a little green chef hat like I'm just gonna decorate the little set in there it's gonna be so sick
0: oh that's so cool yeah
2: and how do you know
0: like that's all like above board
2: church (laughs) I mean if we did the holy smokes party (laughs) it's educational yeah, That's right. So yeah, good. yeah. Education. Why, why Education. Did, no I forget. There's no problem with cannabis and religion. I think it's <laughs> like you say, what did my lawyer say? You can't say bless this bud. <laughs> you can't okay. But religion is the furthest thing away from appealing to youth. So he was like, it will slide. Okay. So that's how we rented the church for the 420 party. So then I was like, I would be kind of sick to rent a church and it has like a symmetrical chapel in the middle. It's going to look so good with the island, with the batter machine, with the like cross stitch, like high AF and like, you know, live, laugh, dab. I don't know, a little (laughs) plate of goodies. It's going to be so sick. And then we have a scene where he's like sitting and he's like talking about getting baked and like there's this leather armchair and like in this like church pew, like it's so cool. Uh.
0: (laughs) Ah, Fun. Fucking trippy have you filmed this already
2: no we're shooting it in august but like it's just like what is my job <laughs> yo you can
1: be your commercial director
2: so what's your favorite part of yeah that process because that's a lot of moving parts totally i think it's so i think for me it's like having the creative vision crafting that with like the, the two creative people that i work with in-house and then and then bringing it to life. That's so, that is really wild. Like following through, actually getting a budget, like it's a small budget, but actually having some money to create things. Yeah. It's cool. Cause the more money that you have, the bigger your projects can be, Obvious. but proving, cre- proving creative in the corporate world to be awarded with more money is like a whole challenge in itself.
1: Please tell us about that process. Every entrepreneur listening wants to know.
2: Oh my gosh, half my job is being creative and the other half of my job is justifying creative and explaining it to the corporate business audience, which sometimes it's difficult to do.
1: Are they beige people? I'm just kidding. Some people are beige in this world and some people are colorful. And if you're not colorful, it's hard to understand creativity.
0: What, what a weird sounding like label. All right. to give a group of people
1: as an artist i guess it's an all right thing to observe i don't mean to disrespect anyone because i like to bring color to people's lives that's why i wouldn't have a job half the time myself or else parties are sometimes beige and they just need some rhyming green and blue in there
0: a little
2: splash
1: and i give it i give it spice. Spice. i only know Water because spice. of value i've provided so you're like a hybrid.
2: Yeah, and for the record, some, of them, some there's a bunch of people I work with who do get it. But in general, the corporate culture is just a specific type of culture. Yeah. It's not about the direct people. It's the, yeah. the it's- general corporate environment. Do you follow the bottom line? Questions asked on the daily.
1: <laughs> Stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, so how do you do that? How do you transmute the idea? How do you justify this uh budget of silly props to someone that's like is this gonna turn more conversions
2: <laughs> you have to find ways to justify creative and, and try to project rois and and why it's so valuable. so you do that work
1: you do the business side work
2: i think there's p- part of the project is strategic planning like wh- you have to make a case why should the business invest in optimizing their websites or building another brand or like how do they expand their product portfolio within the brand like these are all things that there's there's so many projects depends on what the project is real shit yeah yeah but you have to justify like how it would benefit the business and align with the marketing objectives and build the larger brand vision but it's hard to prove those things because there's not always direct metrics associated like you can't brand awareness yeah brand brand awareness you can't quantifiably count the eyeballs in real time on the street looking at it how many people so it's not as valuable are
1: like all they need to do is hear this thing one more time before they give it a try like they've heard of it twice today and if you mention it one more time they'll look for it you know kind of thing like that like those like it's it's impossible to measure like you cannot
2: yeah you cannot measure it yeah. and so it's very difficult to it's like to sometimes build brands yeah so what in what, cannabis specifically yeah. too
1: you've said that this is really done right and this resonates with you because it has its kind of core root in community yeah
2: yeah community
1: have you seen any other brands i got to kill these flies i'm <laughs> gonna kill these flies so hard <laughs> <laughs> fuck um yeah what do you think what do you think is a good brand like besides this say like what do you think it's like the, what are the successful steps a cannabis brand could make, uh, say for a grower that's like, oh, just making a brand. Like I hear as an artist, like anyone can write a pop song and market it. It's like, awesome, give her a shot, bud. <laughs> and then it's like, anyone that's like, hey, I grow really good flower. I want to get in the legal market. Uh, what, what could be some key pointers to like building a solid brand, a fundamental community?
2: I think it starts with You're asking me like, what makes, what truly makes a brand cool? Yeah. What truly makes, so to me, I remember the thought. To me, it's the energy that the brand is able to capture is what makes a really successful brand. It's the energy. Mm. It's the like, as cheesy as it sounds, like the creative magic, if you will. Mm -hmm. And what that means is it's like Virgil Abloh's rule, like take something and just edit it 3%, right? Like make, like every, put your own kind of spin on everything that you do and just make it cool. Like, what would you want? <laughs> like, if I was having an event for my own cannabis brand, I'd want you guys there. And I would think, What well, what would Winnie and Eleven want to see here? Yeah. You know, like, what's, what, it, it, it has to feel like this environment. It has to feel cool, casual, like, like, replicate this hangout, but across an event space. Cool. Yeah. Right? Because that's the energy that mm. truly is like, you go somewhere, you're like, these people are like the inside circle. Like, they really get it yeah that's what a brand in 2022 is from an experiential perspective and then that experience gets documented captured and put online and like aspirational for their brand or building brand awareness that others want to come but for me it's the in-person experience that makes a brand Mm. right like think about how many brands like following cookies in the states they always are showing like events that they have and new products and new merch like i'm not in la but when i go to la i'm gonna go to a cookie store yeah i want to see it in real life I mean, I've seen the Toronto store here, but like, I want to, I want to see what, what is this brand all about in person? Yeah. Right. But it's in person, but it's the in-person experience that I'm going for. Like, I want to talk to the person who works in the store. I want to touch the hoodie. Like I want to unzip the zipper bag to see like, do I want this bag? Does this resonate with me? Is this cool to me? Right? Like that's what a brand's about. It's like you have to, number one is like building the inside circle. Right? Because that's what make that's what shapes the brand. That's what thinkers doing right now. They're building the inside circle. Sick.
1: That's what we're doing right right now with the podcast. You're building the inside circle. We're using this interview for free consulting.
2: (laughs) 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 So you have to build the inside circle. And then from there you capture the inside circle and you show what the inside circle is. Yeah. And then you have to make it a little bit exclusive somehow, like you have to know someone to get invited or whatever. And then it slowly scales and the challenge is how do you maintain that inner circle when you get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Because if you get too big, it's no longer an insider circle. So how do you still, like one of the few brands that I think in modern day has still captured that for me mm-hmm. is Vans, mm. is Vans. They're mainstream as hell, but if you get the Vans vault, if you know what the limited ones are... And then it's like it 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 goes into so many different communities that are also rooted in their own authenticity, like skate culture. Yeah, I think just like sneakers, Mm. Um, and I definitely would say that's one of the similar. Mm. Um, But that's but yeah, that's what it's about. I think.
1: Cool. Well said. Holy.
2: Yeah, you got me jazzed on that.
1: Take that with you.
2: Yeah. Damn. Like like vans. Think about it. You've got the barbers who wear them. You've got the skate skate culture. Punk rock scene for sure, yeah. <laughs> right? Like growing up, like and I still wear vans to this day.
1: Yeah, and there's a whole hip hop people who follow Lil Wayne too, who rock vans.
2: See, I'm not. I don't. I'm it's not also, like so into that community. So I'm not so. Yeah, it's it's big. I like, in just got too. into sneakers. Oh yeah. Yeah, what'd you wear before? I just wore vans exclusively, but now I'm like oh. branching off into other footwear. Nights. And I'm like, what is the hype with? all these other and I get it now right because it's the same idea of why I love the Vans vaults because it's the same iconic shape just in a slightly different like drop yeah Mm. it's a little more exclusive Mm. you know you know there's like tiers of exclusivity right in all those brands is it is it the Rick Owens Birkenstock collab is it the right like there's you have to know to get those pieces sick right so it's more curated so I, I get sneaker call, like the premise of it too. Like I see the hype
1: it's gamified
2: yeah because then you follow and you're like okay I kind of want that model I've decided the model that I want and then yeah. you kind of wait for like the skin that speaks to you and you're like okay oh, I have to get those and then you like you wait at 5am but anyways I don't know really did you know ever I'm do that for a there. sneaker drop? I woke up one time to see if I could buy was it Jordan's I don't even remember now Jordan yeah, 11's I, so. I, don't, I don't even know I just wanted to see if I could even buy a pair and I didn't couldn't get through because everyone uses bots and stuff right
1: oh they got through too quick
2: no like like they bought them all up yeah like bots people people pay yeah bots yeah bots to like buy them sneakers like as a regular user i can't just click it and get one i feel like it's really hard to do oh really people get sneakers i don't want to like oh online you tried that's just my experience but you never waited outside a store no.
1: Yo, because one time on my birthday, there was those people. Oh, I thought
2: you meant online.
1: Yeah, no. People be camping oh. outside of oh, stores yeah. for sh- <laughs> yeah. some Jordan drops. Yes. Like, talk about a sneaker. Like, that's the original thing. Like, that's the, like. In the like,
2: foldable chairs in the parking lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, right, right up the Negative side of Young Street. Negative five degrees. Yeah. It was my birthday, December 24th. And I was like, yo, you know, buy myself some shoes. And the 11s, I knew were about to drop. Like, these, like, exclusive, like, black ones with the gum sole. And uh, there was a bunch of people like who just got there, who were there like all morning, who just got their pairs. And I walked in, and I'm like, "What came out today?" And they're like, "Jordan 11." Like, you got a size 12? And Like, yeah. I'm like, "I'll take them." Like, just like I didn't even try them on. I was like, "That's crazy." Like, I lucked out. Like, the fact like I was here. I think I dropped you off. You're doing a yoga class like super early. So that was like what? 8, eight a.m.? Yeah. I, I didn't
0: don't know, know this. Story. You didn't know that?
1: Well, no? I just sent you a thing that it was like, I just got myself a birthday gift because they're like 250 bucks. Like, but that's your price of a Jordan. And shout out to all the moms out there. Us little fuckers, man. I had to have the Jordans. I had to. My mom, like, that's serious cash flow to put Holy up on that shit because your little man. guy just needs to look that fly. Fuck. Thank you, moms. You're mm-hmm. amazing. And vans are cool, too. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: hope I don't, like, sound really stupid to people who follow sneakers. Like, I'm just, it's a new world for me. No,
1: dude, there there are so many. There's a whole New Balance crew. There's a whole uh, uh, Etnies crew. Remember the skater shoes? I used to love the Etnies. you ever get into those? Etnies? No. No? Skater shoes?
0: E-T-N-E-E-S?
1: Yeah, the skater brand.
0: Etnies. (laughs) You don't know that. I have not heard about no. this one. Oh,
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a brand. Yeah, no, that's a. It's a skater brand.
0: I loved Adidas in high school. The Shelto. Mm, no, I had these fly white and gold pair, and there was a. It was a gum sole, nice. and they were like. It was like a jagged gum sole. Oh. They were sick.
1: Oh, you were. You were okay. Yeah. Did you get hot yet at that point? No.
0: I was transitioning into my office. You're
1: in transition mode. Fuck, man. Being a teenager is so awkward. I was
0: in that googly mode.
1: I sweat a lot. I sweat a lot now. What were you like as a teenager?
0: Yeah, what were you like as a teenager? In what phase? Like nine, nine, ten. Were you
1: always an art ten, geek? Because you're art geek now. Like I'm an art geek now too.
2: Yeah, definitely. You're
1: always art geek. Definitely, yeah.
2: definitely. What was I like? Oh my gosh, I was. I feel like I was constantly experimenting and making costumes. And like <laughs> I saw this TikTok, and it was like people who perform for their parents <laughs> as a kid. Where are you now?
1: <laughs> you. And I
2: was like, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting cross like in a genie costume. Or like no not a genie, a sorry, a snow queen costume <clears throat> with my arms crossed. Or sweatpants <laughs> underneath about to go for Halloween. <laughs> singing a song like this. Laughing like
1: <laughs> Oh my god. My
2: parents Aww. like that sorry, the TikTok just like hit me. I was like, oh my
0: god. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, totally. When I was very young, like uh I would have been, like, seven. Um, my, like, often my parents would have to, like, tell me to stop interrupting <laughs> their dinner parties
2: <laughs>
0: because I'd put on Gloria Estefan and, like, start singing dancing. <laughs> Because I was trying to entertain everybody In another room, right? Yeah <laughs> They were in the kitchen And I was in like they, Our living room was right next door in Squamish or At least this is how I remember it I don't know, Mom I might be completely wrong My mom watches the show now So, hey, Mom Hi, Hi Mama mom. Clark um, <laughs> uh, But I remember it Yeah, there it was like a dining area Kitchen area And then like a living area and I'd just fucking start singing oh. so loud. And my mom would be like, That's really good. But we're just like, you <laughs> conversation.
2: <laughs> they shut the door oh, and just continue to sing. It's <laughs> just a little that. muffled. <laughs> it's <Sick. laughs> so good.
0: Oh, It's <laughs> fun. But there's something like you have it from a young age. You just want to entertain. Mm. You try it once and it like feels great. It feels so. If right. it feels good, like prob- that's probably part of like your first experience of you entertaining. If it like resonates well with you, that's probably pretty impactful as you like
2: get older mm. and like continue to follow those creative.
1: Gonna need more of
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so true because I'm laughing because no little kids like I'm gonna be a lawyer at age two. I mean, maybe, but, like, people have experiences. I'm help
1: people with legal (laughs) issues. You're
2: exposed exposed to that that function as, like, a really little kid. So that's why you always see people, they're like, I was singing it, too. No one's like, I was practicing microbiology (laughs) under the scope. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's why I feel like right. if you're into art, you discover it pretty early on in life, right? right. Whereas the people actually, this is my realization, the people oh, who okay. are into business discover it I feel like sometimes a little later. Right? Like you can't be 4 years old being like I'm going to be a businessman. I mean, you could, but most people are like firefighter or I don't know, like what something kids.
0: tactile, like doctor, something that they Born learn
2: learning society is <laughs> a thing. Mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you know, when you're when you're constantly making things as a kid, it activates that part of yourself. And if you're curious, you just kind of extend that. Yeah, it
1: is a very childlike <laughs> function to be creative.
2: I wonder, yeah. though,
0: like it,
2: with that's our, what it is mm. with it's our
0: true. young ones today, though, like
1: with our young ones, with our, today. <laughs> with our very
0: young ones, like how early are they like, I'm going to be a content creator? <laughs> really young. Like, like really, really young, young right? Yeah. yeah, really young. Yeah. So it's a different kind of uh performance now. Wow. Yeah. That's I shake my so true. I shake my booty or on I can,
2: TikTok like can. mommy. Oh my god. <laughs> mommy shake her booty on TikTok, I shake it too.
0: Well not only that, I think some I'd is shake, that a reference or is this just
2: live happening? <laughs> this is live. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is being created. right? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Speaking of which, July thirty first. See you there. Okay. Fuck. Gosh. <laughs> well, I shake my booty on TikTok too. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you on TikTok?
2: I have an account. Do you I like made, it? I made. I made. I tried to make a few. It's so hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's
1: hard. It's not just shaking your booty on TikTok. No, it's hard. It's like using all the words that are relevant and putting them on the screen and.
2: The trends. Fuck.
1: It's just, it's like, it's, it's like playing, it's a business? It's like playing in the lottery, pretty much.
2: Yeah, there's ways to crack the code, but I choose to,
1: yeah, I choose to treat it like just a placeholder database for my singles. I just toss them up. I don't worry. I don't monitor the viewership whatsoever.
2: Again, just getting the content out there.
1: Yeah. So it just like, is, when you look on any platform, it'll be like, 11 you who? Know, just type it in. I should be there. That. What is it? 11.
2: No, is that your handle <laughs> on TikTok?
1: It's the same as it is everywhere. 11 music. Okay. Everywhere across the board is 11 music.
2: Yeah, that's smart. Just putting it on there. You're I just got to hold it. I think there's ways. I think it's so smart because you never know when someone's going to be searching for you. Like, it makes sense to have exactly. content on all the platforms. Yeah,
1: just a link. Mm-hmm. Just toss your link up that's all you got to do. But I got over a thousand followers so I could live stream. So that was good. I like started an account and then like hung out long enough to like get that many followers and like stayed present on it for like a couple months, maybe, maybe like a month. And then I just like dozed off, but they've stayed. The followers have stayed. Whereas like IG. I feel like people like unfollow you more frequently. Hmm. What have you done for me lately?
0: Um, if you could design a campaign for any brand in the whole world.
1: Including Gucci.
0: Yeah, any brand. Anything. Anything. Anyone. Any brand. Star Wars. anywhere,
2: George what Lucas Foundation. Dream campaign
0: yeah. client. Yeah. Yeah, dream campaign client. Oh
2: my gosh, these are things I should think about. I mean... Oh, I think some sort of like musician oh. and just doing a full brand and really capturing their, their, their audience like sorry their, their audio in visuals like there's this creative Ooh. director oh, I forget her name now off the top of my head but she did all the visuals for the Spice Girls reunion tour concert and they're so cool like to have to be able to skin the entire concert experience to me would be like the ultimate project like how crazy is that you can do like video in the back it's like an immersive experience you can do video you can have like the lights timed it can be typographic you can like incorporate the merch strat like the merch strategy into that like what are, what are the merch designs like why is merch so ugly why is concert merch so ugly give me some nice concert merch like just make things i want to buy and don't make them three hundred dollars yeah right yeah
0: for sure, if you're gonna make them three hundred dollars, at least make them something that we want to buy.
2: Yeah, like Teddy Fresh. I don't know, choiceful H three. I'm okay. H uh, three podcast. Yeah, H three podcast. Mm-hmm. Like Teddy Fresh, mm-hmm. their clothing brand. Mm-hmm. It's just like Ella does such a good job designing it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a uh, like a YouTuber's merch line. It's like an actual brand. So yeah, like why can't you know celebrities have their own merch brands, and then it's like everything comes together in the concert. Concert experience, fuck yeah, perfect. Music, creative. I think it's, I think well, it's pretty sick.
1: Start practicing.
0: I mean, yeah, that's a that's a, could be you guys. You guys could be great partners in the future. Fuck. Oh, you fucking
1: it. cherry.
2: <laughs> that's gotta be good luck, right?
1: <laughs> you like to take complete. Um,
2: Whoa! Nice save.
1: Inventory
2: nice of a brand
1: you like to look at brands where a lot of people don't like to spend the time looking at brands is the cohesiveness
2: yeah 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 yeah. it's like all it's like it's bringing all of the parts together it's having the vision that extends into all these different parts and the more parts that you can get aligned to the vision the more impactful the product or the brand is
1: so what would the full you have like a back-end idea for the concert what's the full like encapsulated experience that you would give them in the live show
2: honestly i haven't i haven't actually thought too much about this this is just one of the like what's your favorite who's your favorite
1: musician what's your favorite band
2: i'm gonna say brand new it's controversial because of the jesse Lacey allegations of like sexually assaulting a minor and i feel but that is one of my favorite bands from a music perspective
1: so if you could do their if they were like yo and we need you to fully refresh us and we're going to go on tour because all this sexual allegation stuff is really getting the best of my mentions so i need to refresh it with a killer concert immersive experience <laughs> what are you going to do for me
2: well the good news is they've been a band for like they i think like 18 years let's say like and they had
1: longer than that girl's age <laughs> I, I'm impossible, I couldn't, I couldn't not, i could not not i <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just think, I just think they don't have a lot of good visuals, and they, they don't really have a lot, they have like two music videos, they never put out like content for their fans ever, Fuck. and so to me, there's just, there's so much that you can do with a band like yeah, that, yeah, for sure, But honestly, it can really be any, it can be any, because like the cannabis thing, like if it can, it can really be any style of music, but I think for me more like alt rock would be like the vibe, like Dorothy is so sick.
1: Yeah. You know about that. Like what, when you buy concert tickets, who do you buy a concert ticket to go? You have Marilyn Manson on your arm, which you have the coolest tattoos I've ever seen because... The Mike Myers, but playing Dr. Evil with the bandana. <laughs>
2: Dr. Evil in the jail scene, yeah, and gold members. <coughs> so good. And
1: yeah. then Marilyn Manson. So uh, have you been to a Marilyn Manson concert?
2: I'm ashamed to say this. I've seen him one time in performance because one, one there was two times that I – so one time I missed the show. Like his his act changed from 7 to 6 p.m. earlier. I was like, he's not performing at 6 p.m. So I got there at seven. It's such a good tattoo. And this kid walked out screaming on his dad's shoulders, like showing me photos that he was in the front row at the Marilyn Manson show and I'd missed it. And I was like, fuck. So sad. And then I went to see him again, and then Marilyn Manson canceled for unforeseen issues. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck. I went to I went to the concert and the closest skin contact I got was on me. Like I you buy a show, you don't expect the headliner to cancel. Oh wow. Um Anyways, so I've seen him one time. And, and on that tour that I saw him in, in New York earlier, there was... So these you like, missed him twice. Yeah, and then there, there was these metal, like, guns, and they collapsed on top of him. And, like, he had to cancel part of the tour. And I was like, I'm going to maybe miss him a third time. Anyways, but again, Marilyn Manson, super controversial person, so... Let's let's just not even get into that. But like, yeah, again, for the music and the aesthetic and the and the vision and the brand and the the world that he created, right? As a visionary, not as a an inhumane human being. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not a nice guy.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know about
2: that. Oh yeah, yeah. Abusive. Oh no way. Yeah. So he's it's probably the, he's it's probably hurt. Hurt people. Hurt people. <laughs> It was, like, yeah. Sometimes I feel weird about talking about the fact that I have Marilyn Manson on my arm because, like, I love him as, like, an aesthetic vision. And yeah, like what, creator, it, what, creative.
1: what it represents is still valid. Yeah, it's regardless. what it represents, I yeah.
2: think, versus him as, a, as an individual. And same thing, like, this is inspired by Brand New's The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me album cover with my own little flair twist added. Change it 3%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Virgil. Um... But yeah, again, controversial. So I always just need to preface that and say, because I don't want to, I don't want to sound like unaware, right? Like I'm very aware that like it's, it's the music that resonates with me, not the individuals playing the music. Right. Yeah.
1: I understand that from having Ralphie on my arm. Mm -hmm. There will be a moment where that's going to crush me, but then ultimately it's what he represents. It's like the energy behind Ralph, like that sweet, like energy that everyone knows, but also what he represents in the chapter in my life in which I got him.
2: He's a microbrand. He is.
0: It's crazy that we take bits of information and decide things <laughs> based on those uh, bits of information. We
1: organize thoughts. I around just,
0: them. I've just seen it. I just, I was, I rented a car last last week, and uh, this old man was not being kind when I needed to merge quickly and I apologized and I saw his face as he drove <laughs> by me and he was so disgusted at my actions you just see it in the way that he you know when you're driving and you're on the highway and you don't want to look over because you know that they're gonna <laughs> look at you when they pass you because you were in the wrong
1: everyone knows that
0: yeah and he did he he, he looked he turned his head so much I knew it was at me and he gave me this hey, fucking grr. I caught it. And I apologized again because I was Sad. I was for sure it was me. Like sorry, peace man, like I apologize to you. And I just she got
1: what she needed. I just <laughs> fuck couldn't, you.
0: I just couldn't stand the thought of this old man thinking just like what a horrible piece of shit I am. <laughs>
1: Because no, we, no.
0: of one interaction. You ready
1: for something? We judge others on their actions, but we expect judgment on us for who we really are. I
0: know that's. But
1: I'm a good person. Exactly.
0: That's. A, but that's that a trip, person, though.
1: Their one action is just determine their entire life's trajectory.
0: <laughs> but I mean, that's like just like true. to have something controversial, or whatever, on your body, is like you must feel that like because it's just like i do f- understand why someone would think away same time like who gives a fuck at what other people yeah who think, cares what people you know think, right, right.
2: Ultimately. and like well i have dr evil tattooed on me so yeah exactly you're fine <laughs> how much do i care?
0: it's just trippy when we have like I guess we just shouldn't make like any types of assumptions with only the little bits of information that we have. I want to
1: get more tattoos. You inspire me to get more tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. You've done it cool with the sleeves. Yeah. I'm, yeah.
0: Your sleeves
2: look so fucking I want, cool. I want to
1: fill up my yeah. left arm first. <clears throat> I got two. You know? I just want to go down to here. Like a three fourth sleeve.
2: Are you going to do it over time or are you going to plan it out?
1: I'm going to do it over time. Just let it accumulate. Like, it might look like clip art, like Justin Bieber, Drake type silly, silly clip art.
2: But if you're committed to that aesthetic, then it works.
1: As a whole, I would be. Yeah. Right up to there. Like, I'll go as far as, like, probably getting, like, some words and then, like, like maybe the Toronto Tower and then something about Los Angeles, like the Hollywood side or a palm tree or, like, and then maybe even something like Vancouver, like the places I've lived, like on my arm, kind of and then like I don't know and just like fill it the fuck up and just make it colorful do something musical I designed a piece for here just like different story. it's a, it's a totem pole
2: mm. it's a
1: totem pole of my life that's what I feel about it yeah and it's like yeah my left arm
2: perfect it's more about like the experience of collecting them yeah right like something happens and then you're like I kind of that's really important to me and then you put it on it's more like a collection
1: Ralphie is a central point that's why I had to start with him actually it started with this in here just Capricorn like me and my mom got that one day but like this is like big time like when I got Ralph is when I had a mindful breakthrough started Mm. meditating all that shit do you meditate?
2: I think I think yes and no do
1: you sit in stillness for a period of time with your eyes closed? on purpose and try to try to blank out thought
2: sometimes like definitely that's what I mean in yoga classes I love Elsa's class she always incorporates meditation at the beginning so definitely in yoga and then I do that sometimes at home but I I also try to just have like a meditation like mindset zen yeah like throughout the day
1: beginner's mindset zen
2: zen calm what does that mean start from scratch is zen beginner yeah okay I'm a beginner
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know what Zen is.
1: Zen is like letting go, like fresh. Like there's a thing like Zen mind, beginner's mind. And it's just like you you don't hold judgments. You stay easy and let it flow through you. So that's a nice meditative state.
2: When you said that your bike got stolen and you were like, I'm just letting it flow, man. I was like, my bike was stolen and I was, I still have nightmares about it to this day. Like it still affects me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I have PTSD and you guys were just like, yeah, like it just.
1: We let it come into our life and we let it flow out of our life and we figured that person went through all that trouble to like break the lock and steal the bike they really needed that shit whereas like we can just do ubers or get a scooter and do something else other bikes uh, find other bikes yeah there's the the
0: green bikes
1: yeah we can rent them we have the money to do that and these people out here fucking stealing bikes because that's like that's what's happening in their life right now.
2: That's very empathetic of you guys. Yeah,
1: and then it's just like, yo, fine. So you're part of the system. So I benefit it from this, like, like molecular structure that we call a city. You know, just like all these cells affecting each other. So sometimes you got to take a little. It's like fuck, shocking when you come down and your thing isn't there though. That's a feeling you're, you're yeah. like, you're like your stomach just goes up. You're like. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, my God, my thing. My expectation's have been broken because this matter is no longer in my possession. I'm responsible for this matter. <laughs> and now I don't know where it is. <laughs> it was Winnie's bike technically, too. So I'm like, yeah.
0: fuck. Fuck.
1: Yeah. I can't believe that I don't have this anymore. But you know what
0: was so crazy? <laughs> I was I had gotten in a bike accident and then I had gotten on back on my bike for the first time after a few weeks. At least once. Um, yeah, I did it to and from one place. And I was so pissed off that I wasn't like my carefree, like trusting myself... Oh, Winnie that I had always like felt on my bicycle. Oh,
1: it got stolen just so you could learn that lesson.
0: Yeah, cuz I was I just like I don't know. I wasn't I maybe I wasn't ready. I'm not really sure, but I was mad about it and then Fuck. I I probably felt that. Fuck. I felt that. Yeah, when I was, I was like, this isn't my like safe place anymore. <laughs>
1: so then it, it left. It left the experience I was using because I'm like, cool, I'll get a fucking couple miles out of this. And yeah. So it, that was like the fourth life that bike had, and now it's a stolen bike, possibly restolen, <laughs> resell, resold. Yeah, re-stolen. It was a pretty
0: bike. It was a pretty bike.
1: Georgia. That was the name of the bike.
0: But you just gotta let go of things. Like when those things Fuck happen, it. like. Have an emotional reaction for sure. Because we're human and we're allowed to like like, feel something about anything. But then you just have to
2: be like, okay. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Honestly, you guys, it's funny because some people would look at that mentality and say, that sounds crazy, right? Like there's no way. Like I'm going to stay angry. But like staying angry about your bike being stolen, you're just investing that emotional currency into the abyss. And then you're like, I just spent so long being angry about that. Yeah. And I could be using that energy that occupied my emotional and mental bandwidth to do something else. Like I just wasted that time. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag anxiety.
1: <laughs> yeah, is that something that you struggled with? Anxiety? All
2: the time. All yeah. the time. I think living in a city.
1: And you think a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you
1: have to turn that I'm off. A thinker. Yeah. So what has that been like managing that?
2: oh my gosh anxiety is like a daily i think it's like a, you learn daily mm-hmm. i mean i guess you could say i have garden variety anxiety just like the classic
1: garden variety run of anxiety. The mill.
2: yeah garden variety anxiety garden variety anxiety right so like am I, I really really like i can't even imagine people who have like high anxiety it's really difficult but like every day i feel like it affects me which is why i download that app have you guys used that
1: Which one? How
2: we feel. No. How we feel. Yeah, you showed me It like pings you to check in how you're feeling. And so I've started to do that because I'm like, I really want to get better at articulating my emotions. Yeah, this is cool. And really dialing in how I express myself. We need better language around it. Yeah. And like, why not optimize your life? And like, again, it's curiosity. Like, I know a little bit about feelings, but like, can I know the most about feelings? (laughs) How many feelings are there? How do I track my feelings? I want like a first person account of feelings. Because ultimately, everything comes back to my my job. Because when I'm having to express things, I have to have the language to talk about the different feelings. As this like as like a I don't know sales tool, if you will, right? Yes. So it's like this is me researching the feeling. This is am I a nerd? This is me like doing it firsthand mm. and like having fun and fi- using this as a learning opportunity to like level up. But you open so this good. app. You open this app, and it gives you four quadrants. So you, you so you open it. It's like how are you feeling right now? Check in, check in. And then it's like low energy low energy positive, low energy negative, high energy positive, high energy negative. And you click one and then it opens up a whole host of all these little bubbles with different words. And you can like scroll through, the UX is so good on zap. And you scroll through and then it's like, I'm feeling forlorn and you're like, what does that mean? Like, I forget the definition, but it was like despondent sadness or something like that. And I'm like, "Mm, what about tense? Like you scroll over and you're like, how about like worried, am I worried? Or am I more tense? And, like, you can really figure it out. That is cool. That's a good check-in. And then you can type a little note. You can add a voice memo. You can add a photo. Uh, You can choose, like, correlate it between how many hours did you sleep and how many hours have you exercised that day. And then at the end, you get all this data about, oh, this week I mostly felt green, which is high energy positive. And then you can, like, do, like, a little review of, hmm, I was usually happier when I got more sleep. I was usually happier when I worked out more. I'm always kind of sad at night but I'm really happy in the mornings and then you can kind of like sometimes it's like observing your life in real time emotionally and learning how to emotionally regulate and just get better maybe I sound like a nerd but I think no that's so so fucking cool. no that yeah so no that's using our brain to
1: better our life
2: yeah and there's so many things around us that we can observe but we might not see in the moment Right, like maybe I'm too self-aware for tracking myself in the moment, so I can refer back and like see how myself was doing (laughs) and analyze my behavior and optimize me as a person. Like maybe I'm robotic. I don't know. Maybe it's curiosity.
1: No, at least you're aware of the potential over awareness.
2: Yes, yes. And then, like, like, if
0: nothing else, I think just like an excuse to check in is just like so beneficial for people. That's it, the people. practice.
1: It's not about the result. Checking it's about the practice. Checking
0: and, in and, and labeling it something and then being like getting curious about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I. it's 2 p.m. and I'm, you know, sitting at my job or whatever and it seems that I feel this way every day. What's going on? Like, yes, you know? Yeah, I think that's just that's just like such a liberating tool like yeah. for that alone people should do it
1: we should do it such a healthy process you've built with yourself so you'll communicate like that for the rest of your life now that's amazing you're instilling yeah. uh, cognitive expressive abilities
2: totally and and I love what you said Winnie because it's exactly that like people you can benefit from so many ways from doing an app like this like you can benefit from the sheer act of detecting your feeling but you can also benefit from from looking at the results and optimizing so you can really benefit on both ends from from doing this little life exercise that's cool what's it called again how we feel how we feel and the app is just a great experience too like that in itself is like a design thinking practice like how did they build this because you're taking you're taking technology and you're trying to help it you're trying to use technology to convey emotions like human and tech coming together so they did a really great job making it flow making making it feel fun Mm -hmm. uh making it feel quick but having getting enough information yeah you can add a voice note like like you were saying one time like you like to take photos sometimes you're having a bad time you want to document it sometimes you want to say something to like express like why you were so upset about something you know i personally like to just write a quick note just like I can go back and be like, hmm, when I was feeling sad all these 12 times, was it all the same reason or was it different reasons? What was that one reason? And then I can like look in the notes and be like, oh yeah, I just have been really sad about this or like, you know, haven't been working out as much.
0: Yeah.
1: Or I, I've noticed, because um, I kind of do like an intuitive version of this, just like for the sake of keeping a pulse on addictions like cannabis or, or whatever, um, <clears throat> or even food. Or any sort of distractions or even overworking out lots of stuff Um, and I'll notice that like as I document around like 3 p.m. so cyclical 3 p.m. you know I, I my energy starts to go down and I'll need to do something to get like a little bump you know of energy so I'll introduce like an anxiety in in my head and it's rotating. So the idea that I'm anxious about keeps changing. And as I observe this emotional appearance every day in a cycle, I start to see that the reason keeps changing. So then I I stop believing the emotion. Because I'm like, oh, you're just finding an excuse every day around this time when you need a little hit to keep going because you're tired. So right now you feel all anti-vax and you want to get angry, so you source out some political (laughs) news and just, like, throw a fit for a half hour until you feel strong enough to go work out where you could have skipped the step where you got stressed out. When I observed anxiety come up, and I'm like, Mm. eat a banana, do 40 push-ups. Call me later. (laughs) Like, you know, but um, to your point, tracking that shit or at least being aware of these sort of traditions that we do in our head, and we can crack them. We can fucking crack them. I still don't eat the banana. Oh, <laughs> but like at least I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. You know, but fuck. No, that's good shit, man. Being, being as, as self-aware as possible as a person will help you give a better version of yourself and will help you guide others to to more self-awareness. And we're here right now for that. Like this time period on Earth, if nothing else, when it, we are the business person, creative, colorful, beige, <laughs> or whatever, it's like everyone right here is actually to increase awareness. We're all playing our role, and that feels good. And you're killing it in your role. Yeah, big creative director things coming in the future for you. I feel. I hope
2: so. I need. Yeah. I want to. I want to start doing more creative for fun.
1: Well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> And thank you for letting us tap your brain.
2: Yeah. You're so welcome. This was so fun. Oh man, so I appreciate it. such good energy. <laughs> thank you, dude. I like oh. so needed this. Oh, yeah. me too. It's a great hang. Yeah. Yeah. We mm. had, we had a
1: perfect introduction <laughs> into a perfect conversation <laughs> into a perfect conclusion. Do you do anything when we have guests on? Nope. <coughs> I do though.
0: You do some yeah, sometimes depending.
1: Should I even know?
0: If you want.
1: Should I read something you or should reading? we just call it?
2: Let's do the reading. Okay, cool. I want the full experience. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You should do it. Wanna...
2: So I can go home later and dissect how a podcast is made. <laughs> yes,
0: the format.
1: You're catching our, our opening. Did we even, do, you know what? I think we skipped one part in the opening, so we got to do that again smoothly. Ready? One, two, three, and welcome. welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us.
0: Oh my God! What a trip! We
1: just time jumped. (laughs)
0: Where did we go? (laughs) We went to the beginning and and then came back to the current. Now we're back at the
1: ending. It's so meta.
0: There you go. What a trip.
1: Meta with Emily is that the name? Thank you
0: so much for coming on. Where can
1: people find you guys? The best. I love you guys. Oh no, we we're
0: gonna read still. See, we're high. Oh, (laughs)
1: see, we jumped around in time and now we're back. We gotta read. Ready? Okay, hold this.
2: Lots of editing for you guys. No, we're we, going to leave this.
0: We don't, yeah, we actually don't touch a lot of it, <laughs> which, you know, sometimes doesn't do us any favors. <laughs> sometimes you just got to let it flow.
1: Hey, exactly. Okay, this is one of my favorite writers called Neville Goddard. Are you familiar? No. All right, he has this book called Feeling is the Secret. It's one part of a bigger book, but it's published as a single. And I'm gonna ask you to say a page between certain numbers and then you just call it and I'll read it and that's our lesson for the day.
2: Kay. Okay. Okay. So Did I just say a random number?
1: Between 43 and
2: nine. 21. <clears throat> oh. That was a fast answer.
1: You followed your intuition on oh, no. <laughs> oh, chapter two, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> sleep. <clears throat> The life that occupies one-third of our stay on earth is the natural door into the subconscious. So it is with sleep that we are now concerned. The conscious two-thirds of our life on earth is measured by the degree of attention we give sleep. Our understanding of and delight in what sleep has to bestow will cause us, night after night, to set out for it as though we were keeping an appointment with a lover. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumbering upon the bed, then he opeth the ears of men, and sealeth their instruction. Jube 33. Wayne Dyer talks about this. It is in sleep and in prayer, a state akin to sleep, that man enters the subconscious, that human enters the subconscious, to make their impression and receive their instructions. In these states the conscious and subconscious are creatively joined. The male and female become one flesh. Sleep is the time when the male or conscious mind returns from the world of sense to seek its lover or subconscious self. The subconscious unlike the woman of the world who marries her husband to change him has no desire to change the conscious waking state but loves it as it is and faithfully reproduces its likeness in the outer world of form the conditions and events of your life are your children formed by from the molds of your subconscious impressions in sleep they are made in the image and likeness of your innermost feeling that they may reveal you to yourself. <laughs> sleep.
0: Sleep. That <laughs> was dense on sleep. It, you...
1: it talked how the subconscious manifests things into your life.
2: I th- like a lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, 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 it's so trippy. <laughs> Fuck, what a crazy analogy, eh? Yeah. Any closing thoughts?
2: What time is it? I need to go to sleep. Yeah. I have a corporate job. It's a school night.
0: Yeah, it's time. It's time to say goodnight. Subscribe,
1: share this with a friend. And where can they find you online?
0: Yeah.
2: At Neighborhood Goth on Instagram. (laughs) Neighborhood spelled the Canadian way. Boorhood Goth. Yes. I'm not the remote. American Gath, I'm the Canadian neighborhood goth.
0: Okay, great.
1: Fabulous. That's thank cool. you for joining us. Yeah, that thank you fun. so much You're for so coming. <laughs> okay. Love you guys.
0: Bye. Discipline Stoners The Gateway Drug to Mindfulness.
1: The gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit.
0: Hey, wins. Oh my... (laughs) Yes?
1: We, uh... We got a new thing.
0: Oh, right! We need to tell you about our new thing. Support the show now on Patreon and get a bunch of private perks.